0: Let us pray. Father God, as you gather with us, as we gather with you, let us bring our act of worship in this word that you have brought towards us today that I will share with my brothers and sisters here. Father God, be the only vision of our lives Be the first thing that we want to see in the morning and the last thing that we want to see at night, that your presence overnight is that light in our lives. Father God, let the words that I speak be living words from you to my friends and brothers and sisters here. In your precious name, amen. This um, chapter, that's, or part of the chapter that we just read, <clears throat> is a pivotal moment in Scripture. These are within the final moment, I guess, of Jesus' life. Shortly, he's going to be arrested and crucified. And if we'd read a little bit back in the 13th chapter, we would have heard Jesus making some announcements that um, might have caused those disciples around him some issues, some concerns, some life problems. These guys had given up their livelihoods to follow him, to be with him on this mission, to be part of his ministry team. And he was telling them that he's going away. Sorry, guys, you gave up your stuff, but I'm leaving. Well, actually, it wasn't a sorry, guys. It was, I'm doing this because. And I think this, um, Jesus knows what's going on in his disciples. He approaches them with this piece here. He knows they're going to face some dark times ahead. And he knows that all of them there part one is going to be martyred for him and for their faith. I believe he knows that at that moment because he knows, he knows, he knows. And I've looked it up. Sorry if this isn't Sunday morning stuff. Peter was crucified upside down. Andrew was crucified. Thomas was pierced by a soldier's sword. Philip was tortured and then killed. James was stoned and beaten to death. Matthias was burned. John was sent off into isolation to live. Because they kept Jesus as that true vision. And sometimes, do not let your hearts be troubled, might get a bit lost when we read that. And, you know, when Jesus was saying that, he has life issues going on for himself because he knows what's going to happen a few pages on. He knows that in a little while, we shall know about the sweats of drops of blood in that garden. The anxiety that he was going through. Because he knows that there is that true path, a very narrow corridor up the middle of life, which I quite like, our central aisle. You know, all of life is here, and we have this nice central aisle. Thank you. And I just see something so special in while Jesus knows what's going to happen to him, he's caring about the people around him, caring about the people that... ...meant much to him. And I think that's the important bit, isn't it? Lots going on. Val told me earlier on again, you have a busy life, Mark. I do. There's lots going on. And it's great to be this side of the wall with lots going on, as I've said. But... ...the great thing is that every morning I get up... ...there is that new every morning moment... There is that, be thou my vision. And there is, as we will sing here, that blessed assurance. It hasn't always been easy for me to say those words. It hasn't always been part of my life to say those words. And then let's look on further. I am going there to prepare a place for you. And if I go, I shall come back for you. So guys, I'm gonna disappear. But while I'm gone, you have this greater work than me to do. Wow, hang on a minute, boss. We've seen what you've done. Yes, I know, but now I'm leaving it for you to do. But don't worry, you're not gonna be on your own, because as we know later on, he will send the helper. I don't know about you but I don't sit around as Jesus must have been then, thinking about those final moments Jesus is preparing those disciples so that they know where they will be going that they, he knows the troubles ahead and he still wants them to know that he is going to be with them as part of that Godhead Now, drivers you know, motorbike riders I know, my (laughs) sat-nav. Oh, what great invention. And it tells me the route I ought to take somewhere. And if, tiny word, two letters, massive word in my case, if I follow what it says, I normally get to where I need to be within a reasonable amount of times. Sometimes I think... I know better than the map. Strangely, when I'm going to places I've never been before, I think, no, oh, surely you go down this road. That's a tiny road. What do I want to go down that tiny road for when this big A road will get me there? The big A road will get me there. But this road will take me right to the location I want to be. Not to near it. This... Is our satnav, And he will take us down that tiny road And he will show us All the strange places that we have to go And all the strange journeys That we have to be part of And I love it And part of that is that Jesus Was so um, Excited If I can use that About what he wanted He prayed this earlier on Father, I want those you have given to me to be with me where I am and to see my glory, the glory you have given me because you have loved me before the creation of this world. John 17. Because Jesus knows and he wants us to be part of that glory sharing with him. He wants us to understand that whatever life may throw at us, whether it's sickness, whether it's bereavement, whether it's financial loss, whether it's losing your home in the floods, as we have seen, Jesus will be there with us. might not feel like it, but he is. And we, and this is kind of um, personal again, and we, as God's children, have a permanent, secure residency in one of those rooms that he's going to prepare. As someone that's looking for a new home, and I'm sure many of you have done this stressed about the next house move, where are you going to, is this going to go through? Are they going to go through? Is the chain going to follow on? Wow. Thankfully, we don't have that with our eternal home. And that's quite a blessing because I'm following up leads on houses here, there, and flats here. And Oh, no, that's gone, sorry. It's still advertised in their window. Uh, those little journeys of life that we have to go on. And then Jesus tells them, But I will come back to take you. He's not expecting us to make that journey on our own. I will come back. So when we have that final approach to heaven, Jesus will be there. Dad, these are mine. And I love that. That these are the guys I was talking to you about, Father, in John 17. Those that I want to share my glory with. These are those that have walked that true narrow path, that only true narrow path. Jesus is the only route to God. Jesus is the only route to salvation. It tells us here quite clearly. I am the way, the truth, and the life. That's all we need to know. That's it, I can sit down now. That Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And it's fantastic that we can have that moment to sit and think about that in our private times. But in the eyes of the world around us, We can choose to be today whoever we want. And I looked on one website. There are 13 different gender identification types. Don't. (laughs) 13! Don't you think God would have made 13 if he wanted us to have 13? Some might say 13 is a... no. No, I'm going down there. Jesus tells us, this is the way. And, t- and God tells us in, um, in the beginning of Genesis that he created man in his image, male and female. So let us keep our eyes focused on that. Now, I don't care. You can choose to be any one of those 13 gender types you want. But you cannot be a Christian and a follower of Jesus Christ. There you go, I've said it. You can claim to be any one of those you want. But you have to have a clear goal. Are you going to be one of those? Or are you going to be a Christian? It's not popular to say that. And I'm sure I will be told off around the world for saying stuff like that. Because I've said it publicly and it's out there. There we go. When you get to that mansion, you have yourself you have the family of god around you and that's important because you are loved and you are cared for and you are picked up in the moments we need to be picked up and we were carried in the moments we need to be carried this hymn that we've just sung be thou my vision written in the 8th century, still singing it today, not just at Gage Road, but all over the place. And it is that all... I think that hymn-writer poem, because it started as a poem, is about that all-surpassing sufficiency of the promise that we're looking at here. It is that reassurance, that confidence that we sang about earlier, that there is something so deep and so full of love in this verse about following our faith and following that little path. Hebrews tells us that faith is the confidence in what we hope for and the assurance about what we do not see. Many of us are happy with the first bit. Faith is the confidence in what we hope for. But do we stand solidly on that assurance about what we do not see? It's very powerful. I was talking to um, a pastor at another church about this, and he says, How many of us let go of it? Yes, but God's not with me when I'm doing whatever. I'm shopping and somebody jumps in the queue doing this. I've got the kids rattling on. I've got this hat. In, I've got to get home because the plumber's coming. The electrician has been. And all of that is going on, and yet we have the assurance that. Those little things are all brought together in the blood of the cross. I knew you had it somewhere. <laughs> and We sang asking God to be the vision of our hearts. And I know, because I've been worshipping with you previously, that he is the vision of this church's heart. And it really is a joy and a privilege to be here today. I really do enjoy getting that email from Sue. Just a gentle reminder that I'm preaching on. And I love that. Just a gentle reminder. No, it's a great, exciting moment to be sharing here. So, is God your true word? Sometimes it's very easy to sit with our family and friends in church. But is Jesus that? True word in the supermarket down the road when drivers do whatever drivers do. Some of them follow a different highway code to the rest of us. Some of them may have picked up their driving licences in some strange places, and I'm not on about DVLA centres. I'm on about Christmas crackers and stuff like that. And <laughs> thou and thou only, first in my heart, hiking of heaven, my treasure, No art, is he? Is he that bit of treasure? I hope so. Let us pray, Father God. I just thank you that we can.